80 degrees on Peachtree Street as we kick off Atlanta's news and talk with Mark Aaron. But a little birdie named Edwards tells me we're going to have some cooler temperatures this weekend. I cannot wait. Just like I cannot wait for the next three hours. We're going to have some fun. We're going to give you some information. And as always, uh, try to to put a smile on your face uh, as you ride home. Traffic updates every six minutes. Coming up in 30 minutes. Justin Gray from Channel 2 is going to join us from uh, some great news for the tech industry here in Atlanta. Next hour, Greg Bluestein from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution following a uh, developing story in the Georgia political world that may or may not impact the Senate race, but it's uh, it's a hand-in-the-face kind of uh, story. So Bluestein's going to join us at 5, and then at 6 o'clock, we are playing Millennial Match Game with Mike Shields from the traffic team. So it'll be a fun thing. Uh, Deborah Green is going to be joining us at six. She's down the hall doing some other work. And as Chuck said right before we started the air, so we're going to flounder for two hours. And I said, yeah, yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll flounder for two hours. Uh, good to see Longoria wearing that Astros hat. I can't believe I have to Bring root for out. the Astros now because they're playing the Red Sox. You can't root for the Red Sox. No, of course who would, not. Who in their right mind would do that? I, but I hate that I have to root for the, the trash can banging cheaters that are the Astros. Yeah, but. If it makes you happy, I guess I'll cheer for it. We missed Longoria yesterday at the uh, Truist Park remote, Chuck. Good time. Uh, it was fun. Yeah. It was a big tease. We didn't get to go into the game I at know, all. I love sucks. the wall. Yeah, but what a game that was. Um, I heard Freddie Freeman's uh, game-winning home run. Heard it about two miles away as I was finishing up my dinner with Sanjay. Oh, really? Yeah, so Sanjay and I, uh, we couldn't get tickets into the game, so... We uh, we took an Uber over uh, Manado Sushi in Cobb County. Nice. It's the biggest pieces of sushi you'll ever see in your life. They're they're just monstrous. So we gorged on that. And as we were walking out, I hear you can hear the crowd. Ah! And then the fireworks go off. And I was like, oh, and I checked my phone. I go, Freddie Freeman just hit a home run. <laughs> What's funny, though, is uh, this is going to be a very Uber-centric uh, <laughs> segment of the show. And if Drew Anderson, our boss, is listening, you might want to commit on this. Um, so I told Sanjay, he was nice enough to come to the ballpark and do Would You Rather with us live yesterday. And I said, hey, take an Uber, because I didn't have any parking passes. Take an Uber, and we'll reimburse you. And uh, You or the company? Well, I said we. Right, right. It would be me, 100%. Right, right. And I know the Sanjay, royal we. The royal we. I, I, was like, I just wanted him to come. And I didn't, right, you right. Know, so I was like, yeah, I'll pay for his Uber. Um, and he, took, he didn't take Uber, he took Lyft. So he pulls okay. up, he pulls up, he sends me a screenshot from his lift saying his estimated time of arrival, whatever. I was like, just on the fly, I'm like half joking. I'm like, oh, we, we can't reimburse Lyft. We can only reimburse Uber. <laughs> and he's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, no, I told you to take an Uber because we don't have an account with Lyft, so I can't reimburse you. And I was half joking, but I was like, I told uh, Chuck and Deborah, I'm like, Go along with it. We'll see if we can we can get right. him to buy this. Right. So he comes, Chuck, to the uh, the remote broadcast location, and what what does he say? It's the first the first thing he says, he goes, "You really you really can't reimburse me." And, and Aaron goes, "No," and he goes, "Come on, that's something you would just make up to screw with me." And I was in my head, I'm like, "Man, you nailed it." <laughs> I totally was but screwing with Deborah him. and I did not break. We're like, "No, man, it's it's only Uber." He didn't he tell you Uber, and he's like, "Oh, you got to." And then after that, yeah. He, so I was like, all right, well, I don't have to pay Sanjay's $40 lift ride now because I took. Um, so thank you for playing along, oh, Chuck and Deborah. It was fantastic. Uh, and then we took an Uber to Monado to have sushi. And uh, the funniest thing is, at that point, we're walking out when Freddie Freeman hits the home run. Sanjay's on his phone because he's going to his house, I'm going to my house. 
I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm downloading the Uber uh, app so you can reimburse me for this one. So he downloads the Uber app in the parking lot. I've already got my Uber, and we're, it's like perfect timing because Uber's about to get slammed because right. the game's about to oh, let yeah. out. I book my my Uber, just the regular Uber X run of the mill, you know, nothing fancy. And it's like 10 minutes away. I'm like, all right, I can deal with that. That's fine. Sanjay downloads the app, enters in his credit card information, blah, 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 blah. He he orders his Uber. It's it's available in two minutes. <laughs> so he gets picked up eight minutes before I do on Uber, just how, however that's what the cars were in the area or whatever. And he's he's laughing. He's like, ha, 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 you're going to pay for this, Anna, you know, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, luckily for him, or poorly for him, he got stuck in traffic pacing on 285 after the oh. game. Alex Williams, you in the traffic center, buddy? Yes, sir. Uh, was there was there traffic pacing on the perimeter after the game yesterday? <laughs> there was. Yeah, Sanjay was he, he, like forty five minutes later. He's like, I'm still not home. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even Channel Two was calling down. They said people were calling them, wondering what's going on. It just the game took so long. It was the perfect storm. Yeah. So so Sanjay, I will pay for his Uber uh, getting home. Well, no, actually, I don't know. Does they, they they charge more the longer it is? No, I don't think so. I don't, it's just I don't a flat. Th- I don't think so. I think it's, it's a flat fee. Yeah, so let taxi. me tell you about I my Uber ride home uh, from the Chinese re- the Japanese restaurant in just a second. A tip of the hat. So after the game ended here on WSB, uh, Warden on the Street came on. We're taking calls deep into the night. Extra traffic because of the pacing. So kudos to the night shift for uh, covering that that huge Braves win. So my Uber finally shows up, and we're driving home and. Um, I'm not going to say this driver was as bad as Longoria, but she wasn't great. There was a lot of herking and jerking, a lot of lane shifting. I, I wasn't having the best ride home. And we're about a quarter mile from my house, and I'm on my phone trying not to, because I'm a bad passenger. I don't want to see anything. I just keep my head down and like, oh, pray I'll get there okay. Apparently, the Uber driver kind of rolled through a stop sign. Oh, Bam, no. blue lights. We're a quarter, maybe even less than a quarter mile from my house. Did you just get out? Well, I'm lazy, so no. Oh. And I don't want to, so the I car, she pulls over into this apartment complex parking lot, and it's it's walkable. It sure is walkable. But um, I also don't want to bust out of the car. No, yeah. No, you know, no, no. I want, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't do that. He doesn't know that, that she's an the Uber driver. Comes exactly. Up and, so, yeah, but that's my guy. first thought. I'm like, oh, I'll just walk home, because it's already been so long. And I'm like, no, no, no. What are you, crazy? I got a backpack. Like, I'm not going to, a mask on. I'm going to pop out of the backseat of the car. Like, that's asking for trouble. Yeah. yeah. So police officer one comes over, asks for her license and registration. I don't even, he, if he knows I'm in the backseat or not. Um, and then police officer number two comes up to my side, and I'm holding my backpack on my lap like it's a baby. And he comes over in flashlight, and I, like, hold up my two hands like this, you know, and like do one of these blackjack moves, like the blackjack oh, deal. Yeah, when they're they, out, yeah, they're, they're like, so I'm like, here are my hands. He goes, oh, no, no, he goes, no, you're fine. You're fine. So he goes back and I guess they're running her tag and her license. And at this point, I guess I should have asked permission when the guy, but I was so, yeah. I was just wanted to, I should have said, hey, I'm, this is just my Uber, man. Can I walk home? Oh, and the top, the top of the, the, the cherry on this story or the cherry on the Sunday is Maya asked for ice cream. I was like, I'm at, I'm at sushi. Do you want me to bring anything home? She's like, oh, bring me some matcha ice cream. Some green. <laughs> ah, so so I've got melting green tea oh, ice cream. Oh, no. So that I've got that in my mind. I should have asked the officer like at the time, like, can I, I'm just an Uber. Can I just walk home? Yeah. But I didn't. They come back after like five more minutes, and the officer uh, goes to the lady. He's like, uh, listen, you ran that stop sign. 
but I, I know you know you're out here driving for Uber. You're, you're making a living. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna write you a ticket. And she was like, you know, and I said to her, I didn't talk to her the whole trip during anything because she was Longoria-esque in her driving ability. Yeah, you don't want to distract her. No, exactly. Exactly. Like she was going. Yeah, you don't want to be yelling, I'm throwing up in the back or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> I didn't do that. She was not going the way. Like I've been, I know how to get to my house and she was not going the proper way. So I didn't say anything. I'm like, let's just get home, get this ice cream with my wife. Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so the the I, I was like, you dodged a bullet, huh? She goes, oh my god! Like, and the the most annoying thing was we're sitting there, and Uber kept trying to send her more rides. Like it was like, <laughs> accept her to the client, accept her to client. Like the turn police officer comes point. over. I don't think she knew how to turn it off. Oh no! And it kept going, accept her to client, do do, accept her to client, do do. So anyway, I was like, you 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 know, you dodged a bullet there. Um, and she's like, yeah, thank God. And she brings me home. And dry, get in, and the the Did you tipper. Well, that's the question. <laughs> okay. So I've Sorry. got it sitting in my app right now. Still? Yeah, I haven't rated her or tipped her yet. <sighs> what do I do? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I I would, I'm Uber drivers. I tip. A hundred percent. Yes. I, I I would tip her and not give her a five star rating. Or I would n- n- not tip I would her do one or and the don't other. give her a rating at all. Like, I, I don't want to, if I'm not going to tip her, well, I'm not going to give her a bad rating. Well, that's that's the question I have, because I, I know Uber her. drivers and Lyft drivers listen to the show all the time. Yeah. What what should I do? I'm going to, I mean, I'm, I'm open to any suggestions. Had we not been pulled over, I would have given her a tip. Sure. And I might have just skipped the rating, or okay. maybe I would have done a rare four star, because it was not a good ride home. I need the I need the rideshare drivers to help me out and and give me some guidance here because this is uncharted territory. The ice cream miraculously did not melt. Okay, that's my was my yeah, next question. The green tea ice cream nice. was I don't know what it is. It's got extra staying power. <laughs> so uh rideshare folk, help your brother out. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. And if anyone runs into Sanjay on the street, don't tell him. I was joking about the reimbursement on the lift ride. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Chris Chandler's 12 minutes away from the latest uh, news stories. And coming up at 437, Justin Gray from Channel 2 is going to join us with great tech news from Midtown Atlanta. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. He's like just a really nice, friendly, warm guy. Entertaining. I love his real-life story. Local. His music tastes are pretty spectacular. Plugged in. He's got it really rocking and rolling. Weekdays, 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. Hours ago, I wrapped up an Uber ride, and I have not yet rated nor tipped the driver. What shall I do? Welcome back to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Uh, looking for guidance here from a smarter folk than me. David and coming. David, what should I do with this uh, tip and, and rating on the Uber? Well, I kind of got the tail end of it. I've been doing uh, both. I've been doing rideshare for about seven years now. Um, if it was really bad, I personally wouldn't do it. I wouldn't even do, it, do the star rating or, or either one. So just skip but it. Were, Don't even mess with it. it. Yeah, but they gave it a shot. Tried, you know. They, well, I, don't, I didn't know catch. Like I said, catch it. So they got it, it was. It was a bad. It was not a good ride. It was not a five star ride. And then she got pulled over by the police, which added twenty minutes to my trip home. Um, and I mean, I got home eventually, and the ice cream was still okay. I just didn't know. In the hundreds of of ride shares I've taken, I've only given one non five star review. 
and that was uh, one star, and it was just awful. And I've, I've tipped every single time. I just don't know what I should do on this one. Well, now, I talked to a gentleman a long time, a couple of years ago, where he got pulled over in a Uber ride, and they arrested the dude. The driver or the rider? Yeah, the driver. Oh, yeah. Well, that was another thing I was worried about. Like, what if she has outstanding warrants? Then, I mean, it wasn't that bad. I could have walked home. I would have been all right. Would have enjoyed it, but uh, interesting. Todd's in Canton. Todd, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Uh, yeah, I would probably give her a maybe a four, and and then tip her modestly. You know, not not like overly tip her. What? But would would uh, a, a driver rather get five stars and no tip, or a tip and four stars? I'm thinking four and a, a small tip. Four and a tip. But I was going to ask you also if yeah. you could if you could rename that sushi restaurant because I love sushi and I oh, didn't hear exactly yeah. what you said. It's a M I N A T O. M. Monado. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tweet out a picture of the sign and the sushi that uh, Sanjay and I had. So you can get an very, idea. Very good. L- looking forward to going there. It's like an undiscovered gem. No one knows about it. It's tough to find. The sushi's the size of your head, Longoria. Just That's massive, massive pieces of fish. Jeremy in Hoodstock, Georgia. What's going on, Jeremy? Yes, sir. A long time listener, first time caller. Love you guys. Thank you, way. bud. Um, wanted to first off answer that question for you. A driver would much rather a tip and a four star uh, rating. Oh, okay. Um, second off, I have I'm not an Uber driver, but I've been pulled I've been pulled over while in an Uber ride. And um, similar to yours, she ran a, I call it an orange light. That's when you run a yellow <laughs> right between yellow and red. Understood. But, um, anyways, I got home and I figured, you know what? I got home. She didn't, you know, get arrested or, you know, she wasn't on her phone. So I tipped her three stars. I mean, I rated her three stars and I tipped her kind of generously because I come from the restaurant industry. So I'm a generous tipper. Sure, me too. Me too. But, uh, yeah, I just figured, you know what, let other people know, hey, you're going to get an average or or, or less ride here. Well, I'm just curious if if drivers, is is it more... Important to get a few bucks or take that ding on your on your your rating because I know the ratings are very important to drivers. Uh, Owen is in coming. Owen, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Uh, thank you for taking me. What should I do, buddy? Uh, well, I'm a I'm a DoorDash driver, which it's a little different. It's delivering food, but yeah. I mean, if it's anything the same, I would say that stars like they matter a little bit, and if they get really bad, they'll they'll like cancel you. But Money's more important. Usually, it's pretty hard. Yeah, it's pretty hard to get bad ratings <laughs> yeah. over and over and over. Yeah, and so, I, again, I, mean, I wouldn't give her a, a, a one star. Uh, I would. I'll give her. I'm leaning toward giving her four star rating and a, a normal tip. Normal for me is, is pretty generous. So I just don't want. I, I don't want their her rating to go down. Her rating was already wasn't great. Let me double check and see what it is. When we come back, more of your calls on what I should do with this Uber trip. 404-872-0750. And Justin Gray from Channel 2 joins us next on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Air. Hi, this is John McGinley. If you're listening to the Mark Aram Show, I celebrate Mark's entire catalog. 438, 80 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 7 in the p.m. Welcome back to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. I'm going to get right back to your calls about my uh, magical, mystical, uh, mystical uh, Uber ride from the Braves game last night uh, at 404-872-0750. But Longoria, I am often, and I know you find this hard to believe, but schools... 
from elementary to middle to high schools to colleges often ask me to, to talk to students. Yeah, that is surprising. Uh, it is very surprising. On I'm not usually their first choice. Right, right. But after folks like Justin Gray uh, turn them down, um, they, they call me. And I always tell uh, folks, Justin, uh, the kids that is, get into computers. Because if you have a skill set in computers, you're guaranteed a job virtually. You're going to make good money. And now you could be working in Midtown Atlanta. Cisco announcing... Some uh, big moves in Midtown Atlanta. A lot of jobs coming to the area, right? Yeah, I think we would have been better off going to Georgia Tech as engineering major. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so Cisco is moving 700 new jobs here to Midtown Atlanta and Tech Square on top of 1,000 people they already have in Atlanta. It's going to be 1,700 people. And the key is they call these family wage jobs. So high-paying jobs for high-skilled people. And, you know, it's not just Cisco Google moving into a new tower in Midtown in the next few months. Microsoft just opened that gorgeous new campus in Midtown. Uh, the president of Georgia Tech called it today the hottest tech neighborhood in America. So a lot of West Coast companies putting big hubs here right in Midtown right now. Justin Gray from Channel 2 Action News joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Cisco, uh, I believe they make uh, computer networking equipment, that kind of stuff. It's a big outfit out west. Um, was there was there any sort of surprise that they chose Midtown over, say, a Buckhead or an Alpharetta or one of the suburbs? Yeah, they do all sort of the back-end stuff of the Internet, right, and of, of our uh, infrastructure. A Fortune 100 company, so a major, major operation here. They wanted to be near Georgia Tech, essentially. They wanted to be in this Midtown corridor on a, in a building that, you know, this whole section of Midtown – was really just dirty parking lots about 15 years ago. Now it is a high-tech hub. And so that's really where a lot of these tech companies want to be right now is in this section of town. We're seeing within a few blocks several of those big names. And it's not just tech companies. You know, the Norfolk Southern, I'm looking at their new headquarters now here in Mudtown. They're about to move into. So even as we move out of this pandemic, we're seeing uh, some big lease lease opportunities come up in Midtown and some big employers move in. Great, great news for the Midtown and Atlanta economy, for sure, with these uh, these jobs coming in and, and well-paid jobs. But you mentioned Georgia Tech. One of my buddies, his son is a junior at Georgia Tech, Longoria, and he's already had like five job offers. He hasn't even graduated yet. And those five job offers, uh, he's he's going to make more money than you, me, and Chuck combined his first sure, year. Yeah. It's it's crazy that uh, you know it, what a what a great symbiotic relationship that tech has, Justin, with these uh, midtown tech hub, if you will. Yeah, and it's not just tech. They specifically said they love what's happening over at GSU and at Morehouse and Spelman. Uh, so it is not just tech, but it, tech is a major driver. But they wanted to be very clear. They love those historically African-American universities in town, too, and they're going to be trying to pull from them as well. It's I love when we can have good news stories in Midtown Atlanta. So I really appreciate it. Justin, we'll catch you on Channel 2 Action News at 5 and 6. Tell the folks where we can find you on social media, buddy. Yeah, it's at Justin Gray WSB on Twitter. Give me a follow. And that's Gray with an A. Not, Correct. How, many, how often do people... Uh, misspell it and go gray with an E instead of an A. Yeah, it's probably quite a bit. The bigger thing is which Justin at WSB they're trying to reach. That's the one that gets them. I'm going to say this because I know Farmer and Wolfong aren't listening. There's only one Justin, and it's Justin Gray at Channel Two. Ah, uh, we love to hear it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for your time, brother. All right, see ya. All right, uh, 17 minutes away from the latest news from Chris Chandler here on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. If you missed the beginning of the show. Uh, after the Braves game last night, I had not the greatest Uber ride home. 
Uh, my driver was not doing well and then got pulled over by the police. And I have not yet tipped or rated this driver looking for guidance from from Uber drivers and Lyft drivers what I should do in this scenario. Because I don't want to be a jerk, but I'll, I just don't know what to do. Uh, Lewis and McDonald. Lou, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Excellent. How are you, sir? Good. Um, I was, uh, I'm the Lyft driver that gave you the, the Oh, I know exactly who you are. You're, I'm forever in your debt. Lou and McDonough gave me Soba. Um, I just want to tell you that the ratings do count as far as, um, you know, you're driving. If you get a low rating, you'll, you'll, they could take you and you won't be able to drive anymore. So a lot of the drivers depend on the tip. But if she's a bad driver, you need to, re- you know, let them know that because that makes it better for everybody else. So her rating right now, this is, again, Uber, not Lyft, Lewis, is uh, 4.81, which is, is okay. It's pretty good. That, that's Good, but a five is what everybody looks for. Sure, exactly. My trip was $15.94. Lewis, uh, you're in the business. What should I tip and what should I rate this uh, this driver? Probably if you, it was a really bad ride, uh, you could tip, uh, rate her as a three. Oof. Or, uh, yeah, I would rate her a three and probably give her a $5 tip. Three and five. All right. Well, there, an expert, uh, again, Lewis, I'm forever in your debt, my friend. No problem. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, he gave he got gave me soba. What I mean, what what is what can I do for that guy? I'm giving him five stars. Yeah, and a five dollar tip. David's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, David. Hey, what's up, Mark? How are you? Excellent. What what I need some guidance here. So I was actually going to backtrack a little bit. You mentioned the restaurant Monado. Yes. Is and it is. I've eaten there like twenty times. It's phenomenal. But I was going to tell you there is a place better than that. Whoa! If, if you could hold if on, you could believe that. We need. <laughs> we, if if you've got it, I mean, listen, Monado's fantastic. Uh, but you're saying breaking news: we have a better sushi joint than Monado. Where is Hector? Lay it on me, David. What do you got, buddy? It is Circle Sushi uh, over near Dunwoody Place on Roswell Road. Circle uh, Sushi. Circle Sushi. Yeah, and it's almost it's. Monado's kind of downstairs, almost like you're going in a basement. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so off the beaten path, like <laughs> it's it's a struggle to find it. Yeah, well, this place literally just says sushi at the top of the. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> the, yeah, and it's so interesting. I mean, you're like, is that good or bad? Yeah. Or, but it, it's right. ridiculous. Real quick, what what do you recommend? Real quick, what should I get at Circle Sushi? Uh, any of their sashimi is is off the charts. Now Sorry, sashimi you, Longoria. I'm gonna I'm gonna educate yeah, Longoria I don't know what here. Sashimi is. So uh, sashimi yeah, is Alex no is. it's no rice. It's just the oh, fish. Okay. Oh, okay. Nigiri is the sushi, which comes with the rice and the and the fish on okay. top. Um, so when I do the no carb thing, I, I like to uh, eat a lot of uh, sashimi. Sashimi. Sashimi is what Chuck would use for bait. In right. the, uh, oh, 100 percent. Yeah, in the, yeah. in the whitefish uh, stream, in the streams of Whitefish, Montana. Well, good looking out, David. I appreciate. it. I'll check that out. Uh, Parker's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Parker. Hey, Eric. How you doing, buddy? Mark, I'm great. How are you? I mean, Mark. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to my, my guy works in the things, Eric. Um, That's all right. Anyway, so the way I look at it, Eric and Mark is that. Um, <laughs> shut up over there, uh, Mark. Is that um, you know what? You got home safe. You did the responsible thing. I read somebody doesn't drive all that well, be out there helping people who need rides because they're drunk, and I'd rather have a drunk person sure. take no. a chance and drive. Yeah, no, so I, I agree. I'd give up five and five. Five and five. All right. Uh, thank you, Frank, for calling the uh, Eric Erickson <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and then uh, I'm curious uh, if there are any police officers out there. They let her off because she was obviously wasn't you know a, a threat to society. She rolled through a stop sign. She's out there making a living. I wonder if other police officers do that. If you're in law enforcement, have you do you you know turn a blind eye if an Uber driver makes it an infraction like that? 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. I tweeted out the picture of the sushi from last night on Twitter at Mark Aaron. Back after this. Atlantis News and Talk with Mark Aram. I'm just really stoked that Mark's on earlier now. Weekdays, 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. This hour is sponsored by Comcast Business. 404-872-0750, number to reach the show. Scott joins us in Ackworth. Scott, welcome to the program. What's going on, buddy? Hey, uh, first of all, let me say that I am registered to do both Lyft and Uber. So you are a double expert. Yes, and I also hold a Class B commercial driver's license suitable for school bus. And you have which yet, have and, you have, and you have yet to call me Eric. So you're three for three so far. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Listen, um, I, my re- first reaction was, "Are you kidding me? You're being paid to assure the safety of your rider." True. And you cannot afford to be making mistakes or taking chances or rolling through stop signs or stoplights or following too close. So I, I took a really hard opinion on this from the very beginning. So you say One I should star, do what? One no star and no tip. I am wow. I'm serious. Listen, uh, when I've had kids on the bus, right? Yeah. That was so drilled into us. You sure, know, you sure. just, you cannot take any chances. Zero. Your job is yeah. their safety. In in this and driver's defense, in this driver's in the defense, Scott. The, the, so in the driver's defense, this is a sneaky stop sign. They're police there all the time because they know people are going to roll through it. And she didn't get the ticket. I can't. I can't go. Is the one on I'm the not telling. Oh. There's. They put seven new stop signs between my house and and the station now. It's one of those seven. Uh, Patrick's in Lawrenceville. What's going on, Patrick? Pretty smart. Welks, buddy. Uh, I always enjoy your stories. Um, so I'm with Frank on this one. Um, <laughs> any any good land any any landing you can walk away from is a good landing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and I'm sure it was not on her radar to get pulled over. She made a mistake. We're all human. Yeah, I mean, getting pulled over stinks. Whether you're driving Uber or you're driving with Lagoria, no one wants to get pulled over. Maureen is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Maureen. Hey. Hello. 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 What's going on? You got about 40 seconds, buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to talk uh, about that Uber driver. I just feel there's no way that she should not be tipped. Everybody has off days, and she just probably had a one-off. She's sitting at a 4.8 rating. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, don't give her don't give her a rating, but go ahead and give her a tip. So skip the rating, Anybody but give, give her my normal tip. Yes, give her your normal tip, absolutely. Okay. Just... Okay. But to be fair, okay. she saved like, uh, you know, she made like $200 net net by not getting a ticket, right? I mean, so she's already up $200 for my trip. All right, I'll, I'll make a decision. I'll let you know when we come back after news, weather, and traffic. More of your calls, plus Greg Bluestein from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. That's coming up next on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on WSNB. Welcome back. 
back to the show and a great Wednesday evening to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 5.09, nine minutes after 5 o'clock. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram, 4 to 7 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. Most of the bananas here. Uh, Deborah Green, executive producer, so is uh, two doors down. She'll be here at 6. Longoria, the stoic one. Good to see his face after yesterday's remote broadcast on the other side of the takeout window. Low-tea Chuck. Doesn't Lucky Chucky want to come out? A.K.A. Lucky Chucky is screening your calls. Coming up in one hour, we're going to play Millennial Match Game and betting, getting back to your calls in just a second. If you missed the first hour of the show, however, uh, you missed us talking to Justin Gray from Channel 2 about some great tech news for Midtown Atlanta. Uh, the president of Georgia Tech called it today the hottest tech neighborhood in America. So a lot of West Coast companies putting big hubs here right in Midtown. Cisco Systems uh, planting 700 high-paying jobs down the street from Georgia Tech in that burgeoning Midtown Tech District. So good news there. Not often, Longoria. We get to talk about good news inside the city limits. Uh, I normally shy away from uh, political stories, but anytime you throw swastikas in a political story, I'm game. Sign me up. Greg Bluestein from the AJC joins us. Greg, uh, why are why are we talking about swastikas today? How, How did this get in the news? Good question. Well, a, a, a fundraiser for Herschel Walker, the Senate candidate um, out in Texas, was holding a fundraiser for, for him. And we, we found out that um, she has a swastika as her profile picture. And when we asked Herschel Walker's campaign about it, like, hey, there's a swastika on her campaign picture. Um, it's out, made out of syringes, by the way, as a swastika is. And at first, the campaign said, uh, well, that's a well-known, that's not a swastika, that's a well-known symbol of anti-vaccination mandates. And then after, like, about four hours of heated criticism, uh, they walked that statement back, said they oppose any sort of forms of hatred and bigotry, and they canceled that fundraiser. So swastikas and Herschel Walker are in the news, not not necessarily a, a combo that he likes to see today. Craig Bluestein from the Atlanta Journal and Constitution joining us in the Mark Aram Show. So uh, the Walker campaign uh, eventually said, we, we want nothing to do with this, and they canceled the fundraiser. Who was the, the woman who had the swastika as her profile picture on Twitter, and uh, have we heard reaction from her yet? Yeah, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong, but it's Bettina Sofia Viviano Langley, and she is a conservative film producer out in Texas who's very against mask mandates, vaccine requirements, and all that. And she said the pic actually shows what happens, quote, what happens when fascists demand people insert foreign material into their body they don't want. So I don't know what that really means, um, and I don't think the Walker campaign really knows what that, what, what that intent was. Um, so they figured it's best to kind of dry their hands of all this and cancel the fundraiser with her. She has since, uh, the, the woman that was going to host this fundraiser for for Herschel has since changed her profile picture, by the way. And uh, uh, let me call in our political analyst from the Revenant, Charles Thomas III here. Uh, I know yeah, you advi- I know you advise campaigns, Chuck. Uh, <laughs> but here, here, and and I, th- I think I speak for Bluestein. Even if, if a swastika is made of stuffed teddy bears... Uh, or roses, swastikas never, you never go with the swastika for the profile pic. It's stupid imagery. I, I don't know why anybody, and I know what they're trying to get across, And but your point is lost. There's better ways to do it. Uh, yeah. There's a thousand yeah. better ways to do it than that. Because so, then you end up in the situation you're in. Yeah. So for all you arts and crafts folk out there, if you think, well, if I make uh, a swastika out of little kittens, it'll be fine. No, right, Greg? You, you just don't do that. You know, a rule of thumb in politics is if you can't say 
something bad about Nazis, don't say anything at all. Herschel, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Herschel, by the way, I, I mean, he didn't know this. Uh, if there's any fault, it's with his people. But, I mean, who's going to look at a profile picture of someone that's having a fundraiser? I, I would suspect that the, the fundraiser being canceled, this is now water under the bridge in the Senate race? Or is this? Or am I wrong on that? Is this going to bubble up again? I mean, it could. It's a bad media day for them, but, you know, will voters remember this next year? No. Um, but it's not a great media day. And, and and look, I mean, the reason we found it was she put the invite on her Twitter page. And yeah. so when I looked at the invite, we said, oh, wow. Her Twitter, <laughs> that, that, I, I recognize that symbol. Oi. Oh, I, oh oi. Uh, and, and, and Longoria, who loves Legos, even a Lego swastika in Longoria, oh, don't gosh, do it. No, no, don't don't no, do that. No, All right. no. Definitely not. All right, Greg, appreciate it, buddy. He's on Twitter at Bluestein. He's got a book out now. You can find it on Amazon, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Go Braves. The, uh, go go Braves. Go Dogs. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, Greg. Uh, the Dogs are the number one ranked on the team. The uh, game this Saturday, of course, is here on your home of the Dogs. I'll give you the details on the broadcast, et cetera, et cetera, in just a second. But uh, Mary Ellen joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Mary Ellen, thanks for hanging on. Hey, I love your show. Been a listener for 40 years when Hannity was on. Um, you're talking about sushi. Yes. I love Monato's. I'm a regular at Monato's. I'm a regular at Circle. Have you been to Monkey 68 in Roswell? Are you allowed to say that on the air? What is it? Monkey That's 68? Monkey, <laughs> monkey 60. No, it's Monkey 68. I've, ne- I've never they, heard of it. They're open not for lunch, for dinner only, but they have unbelievable food, and they make these fancy shooter uh Sushi things with smoke and stuff and hickory Ooh. things and hoses. It's amazing. <laughs> hickory I mean, hoses at yeah. Monkey 68. Now, here's what we're going to do. Thank you for the call, and thanks for listening to Mary Ellen. Deborah's got a long list of sushi joints that we've got to sample now. She's going to make some calls and get Monkey Joe 68 and <laughs> Circle <Joe's>. Sushi. <laughs> uh, listen, I, 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 I like Monado a lot. I think it's a great joint. I it, it and it's um I like it most because of the size of the sushi. I don't want anyone to think I'm saying this is the best sushi place around. Unless someone has an experience that isn't optimum. I'm just putting it out there. I like the portion sizes, the friendly staff. They were short staff yesterday, Chuck. They only had two people on the uh on the floor taking taking orders. Just two? Yeah. Um and they were so apologetic. We're like, we get it, you know. Everybody understands yeah. at this point. We get it. It's it's not a big deal, and it's it's sushi. It, it you make it pretty quick. You don't have to cook anything. And if it wasn't for that weight, I would have had a different Uber driver, and I might not have had uh, the story to tell today. So everything's fine. Monado's a very very good joint. Andy Winder, welcome to the show, Andy. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Mark. I've been driving Lyft and Uber now for. Full time for four and a half years. I've got uh, close to fifteen thousand rides. Uh, I just thought I'd chime in real quick. Yes, uh, please. You said that uh, you said the driver wasn't doing well even before the uh, stop sign. Correct. Uh, if you rate the driver a low rating, uh, that that only affects her rating for a uh, hundred rides. That overall rating is based on the last one hundred rides only. So it's a rolling system then. Correct. Oh, okay. Uh, so it, it goes, now, it, Longoria, it'll go off her permanent record is what Andy's trying yeah, to say. Yeah. All right. Now, if uh, if she was unsafe in any manner whatsoever, other than, uh, you know, the stop sign, maybe she couldn't see the stop sign and you want to give her that. But if she was unsafe at all, what I would do 
because safety is uh, paramount. It's sure. the biggest issue out there. Uh, what I would do personally, if there were big safety issues involved, I would rate her, believe it or not, a one. Oof. And I would also leave a comment with the scenario that led up to the, the one rating. Okay. That will prompt Lyft or Uber when they see that, they actually see what kind of condition that driver is, is yeah, operating all, under. In, in all my uh, Uber history, I've only left one non-five-star review, and it was a one-star years ago, and Uber actually reached out to me, and they're like, dude, what happened? And then I filled <laughs> them in and told yep. them. I'm not going to give her one. There's no way. I'm going to give her a four, because now that I know it's rolling, I'll give her four and, and a decent tip. L- uh, Lowell or Lau? Lowell, right? That makes sense. Lowell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Ari, hey, Lowell. Now, I hate to be chatting one up today, but I have an Uber story. All right. Um, some friends of mine, we were staying down in... Um, uh, Griffin, we was working down there, and one of our friends was having a birthday, and we were going to this Mexican restaurant. We was gonna have margaritas, so we said, "Well, you know, let's be wise and get an Uber." Be smart. So we go down there, yep, and we go and we have a good dinner, and you know, we drink three, four margaritas, and we're doing great. Call the um, Uber driver to come get us, and we get about I don't know, fifteen minutes away from the restaurant. And we get pulled over, and we're selling them side of the road for like 45 minutes. Hold that story right there, Lowell. We're going to tease that. What happens? Okay. Lowell's four margaritas deep. He's in the back of an Uber, heading home from the Mexican restaurant, and the Uber driver gets pulled over. Will Lowell survive? Did he survive this encounter? Did he live to tell the tale? Obviously, yes. But we'll hear the rest of the story when we come back. And your calls, 404-872-0750. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. We're listening to Mark Aram, and we know we're going to have a good time. Weekdays, 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. This hour sponsored by Comcast Business. Welcome back to the program. Uh, part two of Lowell's exciting Uber story. When we last heard, Lowell was a minimum of four margaritas deep, uh, taking an Uber from the Mexican restaurant. Your driver gets pulled over. What happens next, Lowell? Okay, so we sat there for like 45 minutes, and we're running this through our mind. What could have happened, you know? I mean, everything seemed fine to us. Was the driver so still in the car with you, or they pulled him out already? Or No, no, he was out. He was oh, out <laughs> he was out. Okay. So... Yeah, so finally the uh, the policeman comes up and taps on the window. I wrote down the window. I said, yes, sir. He goes, um, you thought I was going to have to find yourself another way home. And we're like, how come? He goes, well, your Uber driver is drunker than y'all are. Oh, and no. Like, no way. <laughs> yeah. So so we ended up having to call my buddy. Uh, his wife came and got us. Thank you, Mitzi. And um, when it was all said and done, we left the guy. A five-star rating, $20 tip, and a, and a comment said, thank you for the story. It's funny you mention that because I was at one point in the back seat yesterday when they were doing this. I was like, would it be out of line if, if they do arrest her? Can I ask the police officer to drive me home? Like, did that occur to you, Lowell, to say, hey, can you give us a ride home, officer? Uh, yeah, actually, we did try that because clearly we, you know, yeah. no, we can do that. no, we uh, we can't help you. So we sat on the side of the road uh, on Highway 6 down there and waited on my buddy's wife to come get us and carry us home. <laughs> T- tell me your buddy's wife's name again. Nitsy. Nitsy? Yeah, Nitsy. All I'm right. Z-E. There you go. Good stuff. Congrats to Nitsy. Yeah, I was mulling that over. I'm like, do you think the police officers would drive me home if they haul this lady off? 
We'll come back with more of your calls. Other fun stuff away uh, straight ahead. 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. I come from Vista. 539 21 in front of 6 o'clock. Most of North Georgia is still with a big smile on their face after Freddie Freeman's bomb yesterday as the Braves beat the Brewers the National League Division Series. No word yet on Jorge Soler and his COVID diagnosis and if uh, anyone else has tested positive. Unfortunately, Longoria, for a couple of things. Congrats to your your Astros, the bangers, for making it. <laughs> the bangers? That's the a trash new, that's game a, bangers. That name for <laughs> uh, that's my buddy Ryan and Andy at ClassicPackBreaks.com called the bangers, the trash can bangers. They're in the American League Championship Series. Braves fans, we won't know till tomorrow night, actually probably early Friday morning, who the Braves are going to be playing. It's either the Dodgers or the Giants. If the Giants win... The Braves will start the series on the road. If the Dodgers win, game one of the championship series will be at Truist Park. That being said, I would much rather face the Giants. The Dodgers are a better team on paper. Mm -hmm. But I I want the home field advantage. The Giants just seem to win. Uh, They're they're not that good, and they just win and win and win. And then Evan Longoria can be here. Maybe me and him can. Yes, the Longoria family reunion. Um, By the way, speaking of sports, uh, Georgia and Kentucky uh, this Saturday kick off at 3.30 p.m. here on your home of the dogs, WSB. Number one, Georgia against number 11, Kentucky. This is what a great sports year. If you're a dogs and Braves fan, like, oh, my goodness, You're you're living high cotton, Longoria. Unfortunately, you like the Astros and Texas yeah. Tech, or I don't even know who Texas Tech. I don't, oh, know I don't like Texas for. Tech. UT. Uh, coming up in 20 minutes, Mike Shields is going to play Money on Match Game. Uh, speaking of the Braves, last night I had a rough Uber ride home. I'll spare you the details I told earlier, but uh, bottom line is my Uber driver got pulled over for running a stop sign, and it wasn't a good ride before that. I'm just looking for guidance on how I should rate her and what I should tip her. Pamela is in Duluth. Duluth. Duluth is on fire. Pamela, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Great. Um, I have like four comments about this situation, okay? You go ahead. First, I really I really respect anybody that gets out and does this, all right? Um, also, I think maybe she learned her lesson with this incident, hopefully, and maybe makes her better driver, more aware of what's going on around her, you know, like a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. And maybe she's got, maybe she doesn't really want to do this, but she's got to do something. Maybe she's a single parent Mm -hmm. trying to support a child and Mm -hmm. just needs something, but she's trying to do the best she can, you know? Yeah, I I mean, I don't want her to lose her job over this or anything like that. I'm just just in a tough spot as far as uh, the rating and the tipping goes. Yeah, well, she's working hard out there just to get through that traffic. You know, that's what the police officer said. He's like, hey, I know you're out here driving Uber. Um, You've got someone really famous in the backseat. I don't want to embarrass you any further. (laughs) And no, he didn't say that. But you could tell the police officer was like, I'm not going to, you know, he he knew. It wasn't like she was out drunk driving or, you know, she was she was doing her job. She was working. So. I, yeah, like you said, it was a surprise stop. Kind yeah. Of. It was oh, like that you stop, got all sign. New stop sign. Yeah, it's uh, it gets people all the time. Uh, like, it, luckily, mm-hmm. it's right around the corner from my house, so I always know. Not that I don't always come to a complete stop, Longoria, uh, but I, you know, thirty percent of the time, there's a police officer hiding behind that stop sign because people 
just blow through it. Unfortunately, someone in the city planning in the city of Atlanta has it out for me. Because in the last 12 months, there have been seven new stop signs added in a two-mile stretch of road between my house and coming to the station. Seven new stop signs. So much I, uh, so many more stop signs now, I've changed my route coming to work every afternoon just to deal with less stop signs. I go longer so I don't hit seven consecutive stop signs. By the way, I've got, uh, do you remember the story, Chuck? 2017 when Alex uh, dog sat for me and locked himself out of the house. Do you remember that story? <laughs> yeah, didn't you have to break your window yeah, or something? Yeah, I've got the audio of that. Um, it's like 12 minutes long. I think we're going to play it on Friday. It's one of the greatest moments of Mark oh, show. Of him history. calling you and telling you? No, of us talking about it on the radio oh, okay, from okay. 2017. God, I don't even remember us really talking yeah, about it on the radio. It's fantastic. So we'll do that on Friday. It's I'm it's well worth it. Uh, Todd's in May Retta. Todd, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Mark, what's up, buddy? How are you, sir? Uh, living the dream, man. So I wanted to give you props on your bumper music, keeping it old school. I love it. I appreciate that. And uh, I heard people doing some shout-outs to sushi joints earlier. I wanted to give a shout-out to my joint if I could. Uh, you own one? Well, I run one over in Roswell, and uh, I thought you guys should come out and have some sushi. It's not Monkey 68, is it? No, it's uh, Zest right there on Canton Street. Like the soap, Zest? Yeah, Zest Fully Clean. Remember the old-school commercial? Yeah, yeah. All right, so where, where on Canton Street is it? I'm familiar with that area. Uh, Kansas Street, it's right next to uh, Little Alley Steaks and the ceviche. Oh, oh, yeah. There's a bench right there, right? There's a bench in front of the joint? There's a bench, there's a street, and a sidewalk, too. (laughs) All right. (laughs) No, but I've I've stumbled out of Little Alley Steakhouse after having one too many Johnny Walker Blacks and and thanked the stars that there was a bench I can sit and recuperate on. So that's why I remember that. All right, I'll come out and check it out. What's What's your specialty there, Todd? Sashimi and nigiri, uh, the freshest you can find, my friend. Very specific. Thank you. What's your spe- what's your specialty? Everything on the menu, Aram. Tubs. We got everything for you, Tubs. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were complaining about the portion size. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I was, well, I, I, the like, whole left side. I want someone to be like, oh, our eel is the best, or yeah. our yellowtail is the best. This guy's like, well, the sushi, the sashimi, and everything on the menu is awesome, <laughs> fatty. We got you. Uh, Chris in Athens, hang tight. We'll get to your calls in just a second. 13 minutes away from news, 20 minutes away from Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. I'm just really stoked that Mark's on earlier now. Weekdays, 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. Alex Williams, national hero. We'll get back to the traffic team in just a couple of minutes. Chris joins us in the classic city of Athens. What's going on, Chris? Hey, how's it going, Mark? Excellent. What what you got for me, buddy? Uh, first off, go Braves, go Dogs. Amen, my friend. Uh, second off, calling about the Uber ratings. Um, I've been driving Uber in Athens for about five years. And what and what do you I think I should I do? Think I think I think I'd be upset if I got one star for just running a stop sign, but um, it wasn't that. I mean, she uh, was very aggressive. It was an aggressive trip prior to that. Um, yeah, but, but it probably doesn't deserve a high rating. Yeah, I wouldn't give a high rating. But as far as the tip is concerned, I might tip a little less than usual. Might tip right. a little less than usual. So during that break there, uh, I went into the app and I tipped her and I rated her, and I went with four stars. 
and it asked me, it wouldn't let me submit until I gave a reason. So I just put high speed, you know, there, they gave me things you could check off. I put high speed and I gave her a, a generous Four tip. Four stars and a generous yeah. tip. What do you think? Um, that's, that's a good move. Good yeah. move because they're out there doing the most all the time. A hundred percent. Now, have you ever been pulled over? I have been pulled over with a rider before. And what did you get let off or what happened? Uh, yeah, the cop let me off. <laughs> that's he just good. gave me a warning. I like that. That That's a good move. Because, again, you're not out there, um, you know, drinking and driving or street racing. I mean, you're just trying to make a living. Yeah. So I, I, I respect the, the police officer for doing that. Yep. Well, Chris, you be right, safe. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, I wanted to ask Chris if, if there's any chance Longoria could become an Uber driver, but we just ran out of time. We'll do that yeah. tomorrow on the show. Okay. If Longoria would pass the Uber driving test. I would. Uh, when we come back, what are we doing, Longoria? Millennial Match Game. Millennial Match Game with Alex Williams. Deborah Green's going to rejoin us in studio as well. Mike Shields. Also known as Mike Shields. Mike Shields <laughs> is going to play Millennial Match Game uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Back after this. ran the town last night. Huge win, and they take the National League Division Series. Welcome back to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Uh, we won't find out who the Braves play till after Thursday's Giants-Dodgers game. Deborah Green uh, joining us in the studio. We missed you the first two hours. Oh, well, I was just down the hall. I know, but Chuck said we were gonna. It was gonna be an embarrassment the first two hours. I think I, we did okay, I doubt right? That. We did okay. I, I didn't mean, say that. I said we just floundered. We'd flounder. That was the exact word. <laughs> okay. Yes, flounder. So welcome back. Sheep we missed you. A rudder. Uh, Deborah missed uh, the first two hours of the show, and in case you missed it, we had Greg Bluestein on from the Atlanta Journal Constitution talking about uh, a controversy involving a swastika. The swastika was the profile picture of a lady in Texas that was holding a fundraiser for Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. All right. I, I, I tried to play the cut there. Um, it, it died. Uh, but anyway, uh, Herschel has canceled the fundraiser, and, um, and, and it probably won't be an issue going forward. But it was just interesting that this lady had a swastika. But it, had, it was a swastika made out of needles. Um, oh, that makes it so much better. Yeah, so much better. <laughs> uh, like an anti-vaccine kind of thing. But anyway, uh, we had Bluestein on earlier and Justin Gray. All right, 609 on a Wednesday. What are we doing now, Longoria? Let's play Millennial Match Game. You better believe it. <laughs> Joining us live from the uh, WSB 24-hour traffic center. You know him from Channel 2 in the morning now. You know him from uh, afternoon traffic on Atlanta News and Talk with Mark Aram. And you know him as a big Braves fan. It's Mike Shields. How are you, Mike? Hey, doing good, Mark. Good Congrats, to be on with. You. Congrats on the Braves win, Muddy. That's so you're a Braves and Dogs fan, and you're and you got a baby on the way. Is this the Listen, greatest moment of your life? The greatest time of your life? I think so. So I'm cautiously optimistic because right now, George is doing well. The Braves are doing well. Yeah. I'm just waiting for that disappointment, but hopefully not. I think right. this is the year. Definitely Mike Shields, a half uh, cups, half empty kind of guy. All right, Mike, think about today's uh, category. It is uh, movie clips. Movie clips. Uh, Millennial Match Game sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. Let's meet our contestants on the phone. Connor joins us on the show. Connor, welcome to the program. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm Connor, uh, Brookhaven, Georgia. I am 29 and go great. There you go. All right, Connor, you're going to be taking on uh, Mike in Sandy Springs. Mike, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. 
Good afternoon, sir. I'm Mike uh, from Sandy Springs. I've been in town a little over 25 years, and i uh, very excited to play the game. Excellent. All right, so it's a movie clips edition of Millennial Match Game. Here, how's, uh, here is how the game is going to work. I am going to play a famous movie clip, and Connor and Mike, you have to guess whether Millennial Mike Shields will know what movie it's from. So you don't need to know the answer. You just have to guess whether the Millennial knows the answer. When in doubt... The millennial doesn't know. We'll give you an example. This one doesn't count. Mike Shields, what movie is this from? Wilson! 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 <laughs> what movie is that, Mike? Wilson! Oh, that's a great one. That's Castaway. That is Castaway. All right, so Mike knows his movies. Maybe he'll get some of these. We'll start with you, Connor. Uh, this is an older movie. Mike Shields, how old are you, Mike? 31. 31 years young. Will Mike Shields know what movie featured this famous line? I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. What do you think, Connor? Uh, I'm going to have to say no. I think no either. We'll play it for you one more time, uh, Mike. Again, this is an older movie. Came out before you were born. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. What movie is that from, Mike? Oh, oh! I feel like it's a war movie. It is Maybe. a war movie, yes. Um, oh man, I know the name. I see it in my head right now, but I can't think. Just of name a war time. movie. Take a shot at it, Mike. Uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Why not? <laughs> it is not. It's uh, Apocalypse Now. Do we have the the cut from the guy saying Apocalypse Now? I don't think so. I think no, I got it really uh, one time. of the greatest moments in show history. All right, Connor, good job. You get the point. Mike, you're up. Millennial Match Game Movie Clip Edition. Will Millennial Mike Shields know what movie this is from? Jared, do you know the human head weighs eight pounds? One more time, if you don't mind, Debbie. Jared, do you know the human head weighs eight pounds? Jerry, do you know the human head weighs eight pounds? What do you think, Mike? Will Mike Shields know what movie that's from? No, Mark. I don't think he's going to know that one. I think he might. Uh, do you know the human head oh. weighs eight pounds, Mike Shields? What movie is that from? I do not. I do not. I'm going to take a guess, though. Uh, I know this is wrong, but Little Rascals. Why not? <laughs> Jerry Maguire. You ever heard of Jerry Maguire? Oh, yeah. Yes. That was a great movie. All right. You came out when you were three, so I understand. All right, Connor, you're up. Uh, will Millennial Mike Shields in the traffic center know what movie featured this clip? So, Michelle, what are you up to? Okay. Um, I invented post-its. <laughs> You're kidding. You must have made a fortune. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it. You must be the most successful person in our graduating class. Uh-huh. And you're not. <laughs> Bye. Wow. All right. Uh, what do you think? Will Millennial Mike Shields know what movie featured that clip? No. Mike, any guess on that one? <laughs> no. Uh, let's try. Why not? Uh... Uh, high school musical? Michelle. Michelle was her. Uh, Michelle is in the name of the movie. Michelle. 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 Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Romy and Michelle. Uh, it was uh, Rochelle. Rochelle, an an exotic journey from Milan to Mintz. Right, Alex Williams? Is that the? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no. Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. <laughs> he did squeeze that in. Did he squeeze that in? Yeah, that's the only movie I could think oh, of. Oh, all right. Then you, all right, then you get it. All right, good hey, job. And around one of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deborah Green? Tied at 1 1. All right, round two of Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage Movie Clip Edition of the show. What's the score, and who's up, Deborah Green? Okay, we're tied at 1 1. It's Mike's turn. Mike, uh, well, Mike Shields, the Millennial, 31 years young. Oh, my God, what a famous movie clip this is. 
Will he know what movie this comes from? That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> classic movie, uh, classic line. Will Mike Shields know? Yeah, I'm trying to think. You said that he's around 30, right? Yeah, I took his word for it. He said he's 31, so <laughs> he might be lying to us, but that's what he says. I'm going to say yes, he will know this. I hope so. Mike, what movie is that from? You want to hear it again? I'd love to play it again. Let's, yeah, let's hear it. All right, let's hear it. I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they, they stay, stay the, the same, same age. age. <laughs> Do you know who, who that actor is, Mike? Is that Jim Belushi? It is. It's close. It is close. Uh, but it is not Jim Belushi, which uh, that guess leads me to believe you are not going to get this movie title. Yeah, I was going to go Animal House. Uh, not Animal House. Dazed and Confused. Okay. That was Matthew McConaughey in his first role. What a great movie. you got to see that movie, Mike Shields. All right, Deborah, who's up? It's Connor's turn. Connor! Movie Clip Edition Millennial Match Game. Gosh, Dang it, Mike Shields better know what movie this comes from. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Will Millennial Mike Shields know what movie that is from? I hope so, yes. I hope so, too. Mike, come through for me, buddy. The Princess Bride? That is the Princess Bride. Good job, yes. my friend. All right, Millennial Match Game continues on the Mark Aram Show. Ooh, the, I think he'll know this one, too. Will Mike Shields, the Millennial, know what movie feature this famous movie You know what clip? they call a, a quarter pounder with cheese uh, in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese? Oh, man, they got the metric system. What do they call it? They call it uh, Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. That's right. Royale with cheese. Will Millennial Mike Shields... Know what movie featured that famous movie cut? I'm going to go yes on that. I hope yes. so. I think Mike's seen this movie once or twice. Mike, what movie is that from? That's Pulp Fiction. That is Pulp Fiction. Yes. Good job. Very good. All right, it is now Connor's turn. Connor. Hmm. I think he's going to know this one. I don't want to sway you, Connor, but I think Mike Shields will know what movie this cut is from. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Will Mike Shields know who is uh, begging for entertainment there? Ooh, uh, let's go with yes. You swayed me. All right, Mike. <laughs> I th this is a dude's movie. You're a dude. What movie yeah. is that from? Uh, sounds like Gladiator. It is Gladiator. Yes. Russell Crowe. Good job. All right. End of round two of Millennial Match Game. Deborah Green. What is the score? Connor and... in the lead with three. Mike's got two. All right. And who's up after when we come back from the break? Mike will be up. All right. Mike gets a chance to tie when we come back. Mike Shields is going to make some rounds calls. We'll get you updated on traffic. And we'll conclude Millennial Match Game. That's coming up next on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aaron. News and Talk with Mark Arab. I like it. I like what I hear. He keeps me entertained on my ride home. Weekdays 4 till 7 on 95.5 WSB. Welcome back to Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Final round of Millennial Match Game sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. It is the movie clip edition of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deborah Green, and who is up? Okay, Connor's in the lead with three. Mike's got two, and it's Mike's turn. All right, Mike, with a chance to tie, Millennial Mike Shields, 31 years young, is our millennial today. Will Millennial Mike Shields know what movie featured this clip? Mickey's a mouse, Donald's a duck, Pluto's a dog. 
What's Goofy? What's Goofy? One of my favorite movies of all time, but I'm way older than Mike Shields. What do you think, Mike? Will he know? I think Lena would say that no, he doesn't know. Mike Shields, what movie is that? Uh, gonna take a guess here. Is it, um, is it Stand By Me? Shut the front door. Holy ah! cow. Wow. You, I, I don't even know you have even heard of that movie. Such a good movie. So it's like if you and Alex Williams and Low T. Chuck and Doug went on an adventure <laughs> when you were 13. <laughs> That's what that movie's like. Uh, comedy. let's see. Uh, all right. It's Connor's turn. Connor. Well, Millennial Mike Shields, this is one of my favorite movie clips of all time, by the way. Will he know what movie this is from? Buck Melanoma. Molly Russell's wart. Not her wart. Not her wart. I'm, I'm the wart. She's my tumor. My, my growth. My, uh, my pimple. I'm Uncle Wart. Just old Buck Wart Russell. That's what they call me. Or uh, Melanoma Head. They'll call me that. Melanoma Head's coming. Molly Russell's Wart. What do you think? Will Mike Shields know what movie that's from? No. Mike, what movie is that from? I got to say Uncle Buck. That is Uncle Buck. That concludes Millennial Match yes. Game. Final score, Deborah Green. Final score, Connor with three and Mike with two. Don't hang up, Mike, though. We have nifty gifties for both of you. Niftiest of the gifties. So nifty. What did they win, Deborah Green? The nifty gifties. You each get a pair of tickets to go see Andrea Bocelli, State Farm Arena, on February 10th. Nifty! So- they are nifty. They're nifty gifties. Thank you, Mr. Scott. Great Valentine's That's Day a, That is a fantastic... Say the guy's name again. Andrea Bocelli. Very good uh, on the pronunciation there. Thank Andrea Bocelli. So hang on. Mike and Connor uh, chucks and get some info from you. Mike Shields, you want to plug your socials or anything, buddy? Uh, yeah, Twitter at Mike Shields WSB. Go Braves, go Dogs. And thanks for stepping in, Mike. Yeah, thank you so much, Mike. Thanks thanks for having me. Thanks for Doug letting you play, too. Uh, Chris Chandler's coming up with news, weather, and traffic. When we come back, the chunky one, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Hey, this is Billy Gardell, and you're listening to my buddy Mark Aram, The Mark Aram Show. He packed in animals two by two. Ox, a camel, and a kangaroo. Welcome back. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aaron. Back in studio, the cozy confines of the WSB Radio studio. If you're just joining us, we have uh, already covered a lot. My crazy Uber ride after the Braves game yesterday. Justin Gray from Channel 2 talking about a huge uh, tech job movement in West Midtown. Or I guess just Midtown. 700 jobs from Cisco. And Greg Bluestein monitoring the senatorial Georgia race. Um, but it's not a great meter day. And it, and. And look, I mean, the reason we found it was she put the invite on her Twitter page. And yeah. so when I looked at the invite, we said, oh, wow, <laughs> that, that, I, I recognize that symbol. Bluestein and some uh, Jamoke laughing during that cut. Sorry about that. Uh, a fundraiser uh, in Texas. She had a uh, she's obviously not uh, did not hire uh, Charles Thomas III from The Revenant to run uh, the campaign. She had a swastika picture on her Twitter page. Uh, that was her profile pic. It's been deleted, and the Walker campaign rightly canceled the fundraiser. So uh, we'll have more on that tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. But it's 639 Longoria, and my belly's a rumbling. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. <laughs> Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, oof, we do not want to know. 
Johnny Kilbasa in the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. You know, you're great in the studio or outside of the studio. They could just literally just drop you from the helicopter anywhere, and you could just set up and do a show. I'm jealous. I wish I was there with you yesterday, man. It was awesome. uh, it, well, it was great, and it was great to see everybody. Right, Deborah? I mean, we met a lot of listeners. It yeah, was fantastic. it was nice that they came by. But it was such a tease, Johnny, that we were outside the ballpark and couldn't watch that exciting game. We couldn't get inside. So uh, you win some, you lose some, I guess. Yeah, and uh, you almost get in and you almost get out. But anyway, Mark, (laughs) (laughs) you know, when it comes to pizza, pizza can be fast food as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. And if you're talking about fast food pizza, you're talking about Domino's because really they're killing everybody else. They're putting mom and pop shops out of business all over America because A, you can't beat their deals and B, their, their app makes it so easy to order and they get you in with the uh, reward system and all that. And next thing you know, if you're ordering every week, about every month and a half, you're getting a free uh, medium two item. It's hard to beat. Yeah, they, they've stepped up their game. There was a time when Domino's was in a big lull um, but they've revamped everything and they, they, they hit their stride and, and they're, they're just running away from the pack right now. And now they got something new. Oh, breaking news, perhaps breaking news in the pizza world, Mark. Where is Hector? What do you got, Johnny K? That's right. Domino's your favorite delivery system coming to your neighborhood with some new dips. That's right. Not really pizza, not really something in the middle, but cheesy marinara dip. Five cheese dip and baked apple dip for dessert. So they're going to give you one of those pasta pans that they give you. And I know you like those little pasta pans. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, They fill it full of uh, cheesy marinara melted cheese. And then they'll give you the garlic or the Parmesan bread twist with those. And then you can have the five cheese dip for those of you keeping score at home. That's Asiago, of course, Parmesan, of course, America, and what they call pizza cheese, which I think is a combination of cheese itself. <laughs> pizza I don't know. cheese, nice. Yeah, they're to say, oh, this is not American. It's a uh, pizza cheese. Okay, I'm not going to ask questions. Also serve with the Parmesan or garlic bread twist. And then for dessert, they give you... It's kind of like a baked apple with a hint of cinnamon type of dip. And then they have some new homemade cinnamon bread twists to go with that. So you've right. got bread twists for appetizer, bread twists for main dish, and bread twists for dessert with dips at every stop. Can I tell you, I, I might have t- said this to you already, Johnny K. Bear with me if you heard this story before. My favorite Domino story. Um, I grew up in, in Torrington, Connecticut. There, there might have been... 45 pizzerias in a population of 30,000. Like there's, there was a pizza place on every corner. So very pizza centric, uh, upbringing. I had one of my buddies from high school, uh, moved to North Carolina. He got married in Wilmington, North Carolina. We went up for the wedding and uh, we get there and you know, uh, he was young. He was like 22 or 23. And he sent in the invitation. There's like where to stay and where to eat or whatever. And I wish I had saved the, the letter that was in there. He's like, the Domino's is really good in this town. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Domino's doesn't taste the same in in North Carolina as it does in Texas or Wisconsin or Montana or oh, is there? Did you have a Domino's growing up, Chuck? Was there any chain pizzas there? Oh Lord, no. No, did no, you have any pizzerias? Pizza Hut. Why do you think? Oh, I had all right, you had a Pizza Hut. It was though. the only one that and Godfather's. And that all was right, it. And well, I, that's fine. Okay, you had you had options though. But anyway, I I just I was like the 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 Domino's is really good here. Like what? 
Who says that? <laughs> I mean, I'm, it's Domino's. It's, yeah, it, that's like saying the McDonald's is really good. Yeah, exactly. So I lost a lot of credibility for for that dude. Um, all right, yeah. do, listen, Domino's is killing it. They can do no wrong these days. They're good. They're good people. Uh, Johnny K, we appreciate you as always. And if the cholesterol's high, baby. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter, Johnny Kobasa Rocks on Instagram, and 30 Podcasts of 30 Days on the Sausage Shop Podcast on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. All things Kielbasa on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro. We'll be right back. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB. Hey, Alex. Yes, sir. Braves fan extraordinaire. Do you want to play the Giants or the Dodgers in the uh, championship series? I mean, I say the Dodgers just because we get home field first, and it'd be a good momentum start to get those first two wins. Yeah, Max Scherzer, though. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, I don't want to see Mad Max. It's going to be tough either way. Yeah, we have our own Mad Max, though. Max Freed. Uh, that's a Jews nugget, by the way. We got a couple of Jews nuggets on the Braves. Your Semites. Max Freed and uh, Jock Peterson. Both members of the tribe. So uh, a little little nugget for you there, Longoria. Uh, Tom and Canton. Tom, how are you, my friend? Fantastic. How are you today? How about them Braves, Tom? Go Braves. Yeah, buddy. What's going on? Another day. Hey, you caught my attention on the taxi deal. <clears throat> Back on uh, Memorial Day, I found myself waiting at 4.55 for my partner. Figured, well, with all the traffic, he's running late. So I called him, so we'll talk to my wife. She, I called her, so, well, if you don't hear from him again, call this number. Okay. Is that a taxi use? Well, 30 minutes later, I get a call from the taxi. I was busy. It would be about 40 minutes. So, okay, I was not happy with the service. I was not happy with the yeah. route. Instead of going direct like he should have, he made a couple of turns. Oh, that's the worst. An 8.3-mile one-way ticket into a 9.2. No problem. I paid it. Got his card. Next day, I called the office, quote-unquote. Yeah. Wife answered the phone. You'll have to take it up my husband. I said, who is he? I think he was your driver. So I'm like, okay, I see where this is going. So how did it end, Tom? How did it end? She hung up, and that's the last time I talked to him. Oh. Last, well, well, what are you going to do? I mean, it's, stuff happens. Sorry I had to deal with that, Tom. You know I'm, I'm a collector slash hoarder. Right, you guys are familiar with my... With hoarding, uh, yeah. I've been uh, in your office. You've been in my office. It's a closet, basically. Uh, check this out. Gary Feng, F-E-N-G, was named the Guinness World Record Holder for the largest collection of soft drink cans, same brand, when his collection was tallied and varied to be more extensive than the previous record holder, an Italian man named Davide Andriani, whose collection includes 10,558 different Coke cans. 10,000... 558 different Coke cans. Unopened? That I don't know. I would imagine. I would assume so. I don't know. I, I think a can is a can. Different? Like they have different Dif designs? Isn't that crazy? Because hmm. I know there's Coca-Cola in uh, Mexico and Japan. There was different Coke cans and they make mm -hmm. commemorative ones. Right, right. Apparently, uh, the ultra rare can, the rarest can in, in this dude's collection from the 2016 Chicago Olympics. Wow. There was never a 2016 oh. Chicago Olympics. Uh, Rio de Janeiro got the... They, they made the can thinking Chicago was going to get it. Oh, wow. Oh, like those. a boat. Okay. Yeah. That's why it's rare. Uh, yeah. The collection also features cans that were specifically designed for drinking in zero gravity for the 1985 Challenger space shuttle mission and a 91 expedition to the Russian space station. How about that? 
I wonder how he got his hands on those. I don't know. eBay? That's where I buy my crap. Well, especially the ones with the, the Chicago, <laughs> the 2016 crap. Chicago. Like, I don't know. That's crazy. How do you get your hands on that? Maybe he knows somebody like on the inside. Right? Somebody at Coke? Yeah. Something. It's interesting. I mean, got, I mean, he's got to be single, right? No wife is going to let oh, her yeah, husband no, no. collect 10,000 Coke cans. No. Uh, let's do Star of the Show, Longoria. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Uh, we'll give one to Mike Shields. He, he performed admirably. He got stand by me. I didn't think there was a chance in and heck. And he did step in at the last second. And he filled in at the last second. Um, and I haven't gotten one in a while. I you have... literally gave yourself one two days. <laughs> <you did. laughs> that's, that's a while. Wild. That's a while, Chuck. Right. You're way behind anyway. I was in a Uber that got pulled over. I, I mean, with ice cream melting. <laughs> oh, yeah. For your heart. So I deserve a little, <laughs> yeah. a little something, something. Uh, tomorrow on the show, we got little Sanjay. I do want to talk about... Uh, Captain Kirk going to space. I didn't have time to get into it today. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Conversation continues on Twitter at Mark Aram. By the way, if you want to see the sushi that uh, Sanjay and I inhaled, I put it up on my Insta- Instagram story. It's at Mark Aram. M A R K A R U M. Go Braves. Go Dogs. Have a great Wednesday, Atlanta. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Ha 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 ha!